You ready? Yeah, sure. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Three, two, one. Hello and welcome to... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I thought we were doing the clock test again. <laughs> no. We, <laughs> we already did it once. hello everyone and welcome to episode zero of operation serial a podcast where me and my partner jen that's pretty cute to say hi okay hey there how's it going (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna watch some cartoons and then talk about them on a podcast format thing oh i love podcasts I love pot. How do you feel about cartoons, though? Uh, um, <laughs> when they're called anime, I tend to oh, like them a bit okay. more. What about what about cartoons aired in the U.S. at a certain time, either like during a Saturday morning or after school hours? Uh I could I could get down with those maybe. Because those are the target. It, a lot of it is, at least for me so far, is like going back to old shows and being like, was this good? Is there <laughs> still fun to be found here? But a lot of it is also just like a lot of these shows are really ridiculous uh, in concept and in execution. And I, I just want to bask in it <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Yeah, want... di- good. Oh, full disclosure, I never was much of a cartoon watcher. I when I was having piano res- when I was having piano lessons right before my lesson came up, I would watch Teen Titans on the instructor's TV and that's about most of what I remember about cartoons. Maybe an odd episode of Doug or Recess here and there. Yeah. Um yeah, I watched Teen Titans as well. Um, I feel like I didn't have any instrument lessons and I didn't really do extracurricular stuff. So I watched a lot of TV. But yeah, yeah. For this, I want to like look at shows like Beyblade and be like, how do they make a whole show about Beyblade? <laughs> <laughs> well, same way they made a whole show about playing trading card games. You just figure it out. <laughs> yeah. No, Yu-Gi-Oh is amazing. You need to see all of it. <laughs> We we gotta do that someday, um, but yeah, this is uh, this is basically a show where we uh, we watch cartoons and decide if we want to keep watching it or move on to a different show to sort of as a way to change it up um, from from show to show because um, at some point some of these are gonna get boring um, if we just keep to a single cartoon the whole way through since a lot of them have the same sort of formula i feel like it's not unreasonable to be like all right we can tap out at any time you know yeah not all of them are superhero related so there's not going to be all monster of the week but there's definitely a trend of issue of the week like something like doug or arthur definitely have are kind of similarly structured to a superhero show if you really think about it just about very mild things like oh the internet's a scary place sometimes or don't bully each other (laughs) 
Yeah. The so for this, uh, I should say that we're gonna watch Code Lyoko for the first show that we're gonna do for this. Um and we've watched the first episode together, and that episode is very much no bullying, but in like a weird way that we'll talk about in the next episode. Not to get too much into it here. Um but it's very strange, and I'm interested in seeing what else that show has to offer. Yeah, and I'm interested to see if they ever explain what the fuck is happening in a concrete way. They have to. There's a lot. <laughs> There's a lot. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other stuff that I've watched. The weird thing for me about my like watching habits as a kid is that I watched a shit ton of cartoons but I never, like, retained a lot of it. Like, for example, I watched Naruto as a kid, but, like, I didn't, like, watch it. Like, I, I didn't know who the characters were, and I didn't know what the plot was, but I watched it because that's what people were into. And I was like, okay, I guess these are ninjas, and this is cool. Yeah, I feel like that's the case for a lot of shows. Like, that was definitely how I... Watched a few episodes of Dragon Ball Z. There's not really much I knew about it other than these people are standing on a green field yelling at each other and powering up. And occasionally one of them will swipe at the other. But they're mostly there to stare each other down. Yeah. I don't know. To me it feels like for... I don't know if that's like by design for Dragon Ball. I guess both both shows have this like epic story... And then I just kind of like sat on the sidelines and was like, these are ninjas. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I knew that like Naruto and Sasuke like being like fighting was a huge thing because the AMVs on YouTube were a lot. But I Oh, yeah. But I don't actually know that much about Naruto other than that. Other than he wants to be the ultimate ninja. Yeah. Um... He wants to be the ultimate ninja, and he's also a nine-tailed fox demon. Sort of like how Goku is also that... Well, at some point, while he still had the tail, could turn into an ape when the moon was full. Right. How, why? Um, in that case, that's because it's a adaptation of a classical Chinese okay. fable. Yeah, yeah, okay. Sorry, I thought you were still talking about Naruto, and I got confused. <laughs> I'm sure Naruto does that for the same reason. Like, that's just a super popular story that gets retold multiple ways, and I imagine they paid homage to that when they made Naruto. I remember my friend watched the Naruto... watched... My friend read the Naruto manga, and he was just like, They censored so much! Look! Look at this panel of Naruto taking a shit! That's not in the show! It's like, <laughs> alright... <laughs> You gotta show the important things. You can't leave them out. Sometimes you just yeah. gotta see a character take a shit to remind yourself they are human. They're just like us. It's like, oh, they cut out all the sex jokes in the kids' show. <laughs> yeah. Weird. If you want that, just watch One Piece. Right. There, Yeah, there was like a fascination around like... I get... There's this in games, but it's it's it is a, such a more gross thing now. But like as a kid, 
the kids who are like super into like what got cut out of like the translated versions of stuff versus what was aired in Japan um, was a thing that I remember people being obsessed over. I also, um, that reminds me that like the first season of Yu-Gi-Oh in the U.S. is like the second season, actually. Yeah. And the, yeah. So that's a whole other thing. Like the the rushed uh, sort of pacing of these shows and not uh, not explaining a lot will apply to Yu-Gi-Oh as well. Yeah. On some level, I do sympathize with the people who were kind of upset that certain things got cut out of the American versions of these shows because in the case of Yu-Gi-Oh especially, there's this one scene where Kaiba throws a card into the middle of someone's hammer on their gun so they can't fire at him <laughs> like they're holding they're trying to shoot him and he just throws a card to jam the gun <laughs> and runs away <laughs> no but i want that is the thing yeah that's what i'm saying i'm saying i sympathize with the people who got upset because certain things didn't make them into the american <laughs> versions of shows because you miss out on quality content like that <laughs> There's a very obvious. We did we did Yu-Gi-Oh. We did a few episodes for, uh, of Yu-Gi-Oh for Fireside Friends, uh, which is partly why I wanted to do this, just to have more of that sort of stuff in my life, where uh, th- the someone like two guards run up on Kaiba, and they're supposed to be having guns, except they're just doing finger guns because they can have like actual guns in the cartoon. It's amazing. <laughs> Yeah. And then there are certain things that I'm glad got cut. Like, I've always heard about the infamous speech scene in the first few episodes of Pokemon where they have a some sort of swimsuit contest and Jesse wears a fake female bodysuit or something like that. Oh, oh no, I mean James God. does, but yeah. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, so I guess thank you to 4Kids for cutting that out of the American release. Um <laughs> <laughs> sometimes your changes are very much appreciated yeah um so it's weird this has nothing to do with shows but for me the fast pace of shows kind of ruined me I, or at least either that or as a kid i had the worst uh i'm blanking on the term attention Atten- span yes yeah because you were a kid because i was a kid like i didn't watch movies i just sort of like skipped around until i was tired of it oh god (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you're just like like that you're just like i read i rented a movie from blockbuster and i like fast forward through the movie because i was like we'll get to the point already Uh. and then you're just like that one anecdote about Trump watching Bloodsport because it's his favorite movie, but he fast forwards to the fights every time. But I was a kid, and also like the movies I were was watching was bad, like they were just garbage, like like Daddy Day Camp. And, oh like, yeah, that. And like, uh, uh what's, uh it's not RV, but it's like they are on there. There's a road trip. I don't remember what the name of it was, but Road it's dogs. like 
No. Do you remember? But what's road? Ooh, sorry. What's Roadhogs though? It's where Tim Allen and a bunch of older actors get together and. Oh, oh, you know what? I liked that movie as a kid. I saw it multiple times in theaters. Okay, I, I had a movie like that. But when I, th- I was a kid. but I thought I thought that was Wild Hogs. Maybe it's Wild Hogs. I guess Roadhogs is just a far an, an Overwatch character. <laughs> That's also true. Yeah, when I was yes. a kid, I constantly watched this one movie that probably doesn't hold up at all called Airheads. It was uh, about a bad rock band taking a radio station hostage with water guns painted to look like real guns so they could play their music. What? Yeah, it starred Adam Sandler, Brendan Fraser, uh, Steve Buscemi, and uh, someone else. But yeah. That is... That is wild. Have you ever, were you ever into like the Air Bud like stuff? Oh no, no. Airheads is completely different from Air Buds. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I feel like those those movies existed on like a different plane. And there's so many of those movies of just like, yeah. let's watch dogs go into space or something. <laughs> and it all started because of an America's home video submission. Like, that was enough to get a movie franchise going back then. Oh my god. So when you hear people talk about, oh, this YouTube personality has a movie now, it's like, well, I guess if Airbud did it, you can too. As long as you're not a total bigot or something. <laughs> uh, is Airbud like the name of the dog? Is like, is it the real name? Air I don't Bud know. I don't, I'm not I'm not an Airbud lore master, so. I bet you should be. <laughs> Air Bud. It's just called. He's just called Bud. Okay, that's fair. Oh, he was also in Full House. Yeah, get those checks, there, Bud. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Full House was another show that I loved as a kid because it was like, admittedly, like the family in Full House had like a better family relationship than the one I grew up in. So like having a show about like oh we're gonna talk about our uh, this conflict and work it out and then hug at the end was just like sort of wish fulfillment i guess for me i don't know yeah i watched a ton of cosby show back in the day for the same thing Mm -hmm. sometimes you just need to see family being working well together even if it has also inadvertently made people more potentially more hostile towards the queer community in in terms of adding this creating this gilded idea of the nuclear family that cannot be broken up right yeah uh yeah i don't know so, so i didn't watch movies i'd fast forwarded through them i remember crying i remember watching shrek and crying at shrek though Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, there's a scene where like Shrek and Donkey make up, and I thought that was uh, I thought that was like good and pure, and so I started crying. My dad, my parents were watching with me, so they just got to see me cry <laughs> to Shrek. Oh, did you ever watch the TV adaptations of animated movies like 
I know that Hercules and uh, Emperor's New Groove got their own TV shows. Uh, I watched the Emperor's New Groove one. Um, nice. Was it any good? I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, I guess we can add that one to the list to visit at some point. I remember. I remember House of Mouse. I watched a lot of House of Mouse. It was it was a cool concept. They had like, uh, they had like all the Disney like characters like in like a Saturday Night Live like theater. It was like a it was like a sketch show but with Disney characters, and they played it in the mornings. And I watched it like almost every day before school. Um, oh, so it's like the Muppet Show, but more family friendly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. Maybe less music oriented, I guess. I don't remember exactly, <laughs> but I remember just like ha- that show having like a bunch of like really cool like short like arcs and stuff, um, and it was all like uh, the framing was around these like Disney characters just hanging out. And I thought that was super cool. I had like a DVD of it and I played it on repeat. It was like a Halloween special or something. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess I also watched some Animaniacs, too. Um, that was a bunch of various Warner Brother gags, but handled in a way where it's like commentating on the these classic jokes that used to be told, making commentary about when it was filmed, like when it was created during the 90s. It was, it was a weird mix of things in a interesting way. Mm-hmm. How much were you into the like Nickelodeon guts, like uh, the competitive stuff, like uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple? I was super into. Oh yeah, um, I I probably watched that more than cartoons, to be honest. Like, I was a huge fan of Double Dare. I feel like I. I feel like Double Deer happened before I caught up to everything because when I was watching it was like it was Guts, I think was the name of one of them. Mm-hmm. And like Legends of the Hidden Temple. Um and uh, uh there was one other. But yeah, those shows Nick Arcade. Maybe it was Nick Arcade. Yeah, you know what? Probably. Um because just the idea of d- being on that show and like playing around in like this dumb play set was great. Like Legend of the Hidden Temple, especially, probably problematic now, but like, yo, that set was cool. The big talking Olmec head was cool. It was cool. I like the set design and everything. I just found the show incredibly frustrating to watch because the kids couldn't cooperate for shit. Yeah. Well, it's hard. Those sets are confusing. You gotta make your way through a bunch of bullshit just to put a head on the pedestal or whatever. Yeah. And I guess there are a few times where the mechanics of the stage didn't seem to be working out so well, so they struggled to put something in. Yeah. But yeah, I I did watch a ton of Guts Climbing the Agro Crag and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agro Crag is just a fun word to say. What is that? 
It was the gigantic mountain that they had to... It was like a large rock climbing wall that they had to climb at the end. And whoever got there first got a small trophy with a piece of the aggro crag. Okay. Huh. I, like, vaguely remember that. I remember them having to answer, like, trivia questions in order to progress. Right? Or at least that was part of it. That was some of the games, yeah. I'm not sure if it was for that. I think it was mostly just a climbing challenge for that one, but yeah. Yeah, I was mostly just fascinated by, like, this fucking big head is asking questions and it, like, goes to sleep when it's done. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was cool. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else. I think that's it. Yeah, I don't really have... I don't, like I said, I don't have a huge background with this stuff, so I could, I could briefly talk about Recess the movie or something like that, but. Recess. I remember Recess. I didn't, I don't remember liking it, but I remember it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Recess the movie had this weird plot line where the adults were literally trying to cause climate change so kids wouldn't have summer vacation anymore. Oh, wow. Yeah, they were like, these students in these other countries where it snows all the time, they're hard workers. These kids aren't. So we're just going to bring that weather over here. What the fuck? Why? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that was just that rem- a 90s movie spot, I guess. That reminds me of that uh, that uh, Magic School Bus episode where they go into space uh, and then one of them like goes to Pluto and they take their helmet off and their head gets frozen. Yeah, <laughs> that shit was crazy. That that scar that scarred a lot of people. And then I don't understand how you live after that. Like, what are you gonna do? Like, unthaw your head? Like, what? How? It's how? a cartoon. That's how. Yeah, but it was like a it was an image. I don't know. There was also like the. The Your Friend Martin, the movie where they fix racism by like time traveling or whatever, uh, and and the climax of that movie is just like the kid like deciding whether or not to stop like Martin Luther King's assassination, uh, and it always has that like really loud like gunshot in it when he dies, and that also freaked me out as a kid. Yeah, I, I was just like plugged my ears in that part. But also, like, what a weird premise to base your movie around. Because the opening scene is literally, should I stop you from going into the t- into the back in time and then dying? Like, that is so weird and dark. Yeah. It's a lot. God. I don't know if, if, if a TV has changed or what. I don't know. Do you feel like the climate for like weird bullshit has changed at all? I feel like I, I guess I don't watch enough stuff now to know. I guess the thing is, I've gotten into animation. I've gotten into anime and cartoons a lot more now that I'm older, and I'd say if anything, the shows today are a bit weirder. Like, okay, they actually they do a pretty good job of telling stories, which I wasn't expecting when I started watching them, but someone introduced me to Steven Universe and that's a fantastic show. That's true. Yeah, and there's a bunch of stuff like that and I'm really impressed by it. Yeah. Okay, KO2 is incredible. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I guess for me, like, I was more thinking of, like, the shows that you look at and go, someone greenlit this. You know? Well, yeah. And not, and not, like, in a, like, a marginalized person made this sort of way, but more in just, like, this is ridiculous. Why? Why would you even? Well, yeah. Well, some of the shows that we'll be covering from the 80s and 90s were things like a show dedicated to MC Hammer as a superhero. So, hell yes. It's always been weird. Yeah. And just, there's just something about the way that we're more aware of all that because someone can post a 15 second clip to Twitter of the latest Teen Titans Go episode and see like, you see this shit? This is crazy. And everyone's like, yeah, it is. And because we're seeing it all now, we're seeing a lot more of it now. We tend to downplay how intense some of those older cartoons were. Yeah. Well, that's a good place to stop for now. Um, we're we're going to be back uh, in a week to talk about uh, the first two episodes of Code Lyoko. Um, I guess I don't have the episode titles pulled up, but uh, it's the first two episodes. They're on YouTube because the people who own the rights to Code Lyoko just put them on YouTube. Just like all of it. Um, so Are we, you sure we'll that's be- actually them? Yes, because the, the name of the channel is Cold Yoko Official, and it has a verified check mark next to it. <laughs> okay, because when you first said that, I was like, well, anyone can just name their channel Cold Yoko Official. I could just say Rugrats Official. I could rename, <laughs> I could rename the Scanline Media YouTube channel just to Rugrats Official if I wanted to. <laughs> Please do. Please do. <laughs> Yes, I'm going to name the Fireside Friends channel Yu-Gi-Oh! Official and then keep doing regular videos. Uh, You'd have to fight off Konami at that point and that would probably Uh, be pretty contentious. Yeah, but no, it's on YouTube, like legitimately on YouTube. Like it it is official, it is officially on YouTube. So if you want to watch along, they're all on YouTube. The episodes are twenty minutes long. We're gonna be talking about we're gonna be talking about sorry the first two episodes, um, and uh, yeah, this show is known for having a it, there's two art styles. Let's just go with that for now. We'll get more into it next time, and uh, yeah, this is just this was just a chill chat just to get the podcast out there to get the rss feed in your podcast player and the concept of the show into your ears uh and then next episode we'll just get right into it with the talking about cartoons and such talking about this show uh and the the two episodes uh, of the show so yeah do you want to plug your twitter and stuff yeah, I'm at JBU3 on Twitter if you want to see me talk about a bunch of gay shit in video games. <laughs> uh, and you can follow me at Ryan Persaud MC. That's R Y A N P E R S A U D M C. That's on Twitter. You can follow the the this podcast on Twitter uh, at Operation Serial. That's all one word. You can find this uh, our website at operationserial.com 
Um, shout outs to Katie who did the artwork. Uh, you're probably seeing this. You probably saw that if you if you're listening to this, probably. Um, uh, and I'm not putting music on this, but uh, our music, which you will hear next episode, was done by Two Mellow, who you can follow at Twitter uh, at Mellow Makes. You can follow Katie on Twitter at Cedar Grave as well. Um, but yeah, you will you'll get the full Operation Serial experience next episode. This is just. A, a test for us to <laughs> to talk about what we're doing and also get an RSS feed up. So yeah, Code Lyoko, first two episodes. We're going to talk about it. See you then.